Blog Talk Radio. problems paying your, your electric bills if you're getting it if it keeps rising every time you turn around there's a way to cut that down 
Biosolar bio, bio will install solar panels on your house and save you 50, guarantee to save you 50% on your electric bills for the next 25 years. There's also an additional $250 if you mention fighting words when you sign the contract. If you have, have any idea that you want to save some money, you want to stay warm, you want to have that, especially after you, you the wash is done, the dishwasher is done, and two or three of your kids have taken a bath and you still want to have hot water, you need the solar panels. Give uh, Patrick a call at area code 727-314-6976. Now, that, yes, it is a, a St. Petersburg exchange, but they are licensed contractors in each and every state. So if you want to be uh, make sure that you have enough hot water, enough electricity, and a very cheap price, give them a call, 727-314-6976. Fighting Words is brought to you each and every night of the week in grateful appreciation to the men and women of the United States Armed Forces, the men and women of police and fire services, the doctors and nurses on the front line of COVID, especially those great people who come in right afterwards and clean up. The, the, the maintenance crew has always been uh, the, the eye of my heart and the people that are keeping the, the uh, stock shelves in these supermarkets. So we forget to say thank you to them sometimes, but we want to say thank you. A quick update on uh, two of our, our uh, members on our host. Uh, Don Henderson is out of the hospital. He has recovered from the pneumonia. He's at home now and, and resting. And our great friend uh, Bernard Fernandez had a, a laminectomy, uh, is out of the hospital now is at home, and uh, they thank you all for their prayers uh, that you, you helped them survive. So, guys, it, it was a, uh, a huge night tonight. Uh, let's start with uh, Z. You're the man of the hour. You uh, want to start with uh, – there was a, a tremendous fight, uh, Kel Brook and uh, Amir Khan. <laughs> yeah, uh <clears throat> That, that for me, was a, a fun fight to watch. And it, for most part, it, well, for all parts, it was one side. Uh, it was a fun fight to watch. And for Kel Brook, you talk about a guy waiting probably more than half of his career or half of his career waiting to fight one guy and finally, finally getting in the ring with him. It, the fight mm-hmm. looked exactly that way. It looked exactly that way, like like Kell Brook had been seething to see American, and when he finally got the opportunity, he he ate like an animal. And American, to a point, he looked like prey. He looked like prey. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he you know, he he fought and he put up an effort. He tried. Can't say he didn't try, mm-hmm. but the trying, he he looked like prey. And his try, mm-hmm. it, it almost began like his offense was get off of me, punches, or I'm punching so you'll stop, you know, doing what you're doing. And he caught mm-hmm. Kelbrook a few times, but it really meant nothing. And when you're fighting that style of fighting, it's rare that you catch a guy with like that shot to, to, to really do stuff to him because you're, fight, you're not mm-hmm. planting your feet. And there are times, like, even when he planted his feet, he's not – you know, really putting his feet, his whole body into the punch because he's worried about what's coming at him. He's worried about getting away. 
He's what even when mm-hmm. he launches more than one punch, which he always does. And I always said Amir Khan would he would do good studying a guy like Roy Jones. Not even style and mm-hmm. talent, but just the way Roy Jones Roy Jones a pot shot guy. He he has mm-hmm. Amir Khan has a speed where he'll pot shot guys to make those shots count while keeping himself safe. Amir Khan's too nervous for that. He has to throw four uh, four punches because that's how guys, you know, in the amateur, it seems that he carried that amateur style with him, but that's how he kept himself safe. In the pros, and especially when you meet guys on a higher level of competition, these guys are going to time. Timing means mm-hmm. everything, especially when once you start hitting, you know, going up in weight. Now, you can get away with 35, 140 to an extent, but now you're mm-hmm. seeing guys, 147, guys who can go to middleweight. Uh, now, mm-hmm. you're fighting guys who can go to middleweight and with timing. All of a sudden, uh, that, that, that you know, one, two, three, four, you know, and then try to get away the same way you came in, That that's not going to work. Mm-hmm. Now, all of a sudden, when you're on defense, what's Americans' defense like when he totally has to go on defense? It's shield up and move mm-hmm. straight back. Where's the sideward movement? Mm-hmm. Where's the lateral movement? Where's the bit of counterpunching to make to slow a guy down? He did nothing to slow Kell Brook down at the point where you have Tim Bradley and Andre Ward saying, you know, this guy's are what we're calling walking through a guy. You, you, you just mean mm-hmm. that you walk him down. And that's exactly Kell Brook yeah. walked him down. Really, I mean, he worried a little bit about defense. All he was looking to do is get the shot to buzz Americana, which he kept getting. Which he kept getting. Mm-hmm. So, honestly, yeah. uh, I mean, I mean, Kell Brook, he know what he wanted, and he got what he wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we used to call it buying insurance, but uh, Amir Khan, uh, <laughs> up until uh, this morning, uh, said that he feared, uh, he feared losing his legacy if he lost to Kell Brook. And that made a lot of sense to me because, uh, as everybody knows, uh, the, one of the uh, founding fathers of uh, Fighting Words, uh, Aaron, Aaron uh, Jaco, uh, fought uh, Kell Brook uh, in California uh, three years ago. And after the first round, he realized he was getting harder than he had ever been hit in his life. And he said uh, he wanted to see his daughter uh, live and not be a cripple. <laughs> and he threw the towel in after the second round. He said, uh, Brooke was just too much yeah. for everybody. So it's, uh, it's yeah, good no, to see yeah, that. Butch, yeah, Butch, that was, uh, that was Kelly Pavlik. That, uh, Aaron Jacobs. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. And that was funny. That that was absolutely hilarious. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, that was hilarious. And and, and understand, <laughs> Kelly Pavlik is uh, was a hard hitting, extremely hard hitting middleweight. I mean, the guy he didn't mm-hmm. come in there to play around and Satan and fake boxing. He came to get at you, and when he did, especially with that right, that was lights out. So, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, Aaron Jacob, he wasn't talking, you know, about a guy who, you know, had, it was a decision with a guy. He was talking about a guy who, once he touches you, that's a problem. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, but, yeah, as I said, Kel Brook, he, he I mean, he, he now understand, Amir Khan and Kel Brook are both older, and they both, mm-hmm. uh, their, their, their skills have degraded a bit in their career because Kel Brook, he relied on, uh, you know, very good timing and, Reflexes with mm-hmm. his timing, where Amir Khan mm-hmm. relied on speed, and those attributes have digressed with both fighters. With mm-hmm. that said, it, it, you know it looked 
to me, it looked the same way it would have always looked if they had met mm-hmm. up years ago. When, when Kell Brook wanted to fight him, you know, years after, you know, so I just think those two styles, Kell Brook is a physical style fighter. And with a physical mm-hmm. style fighter, especially with skill, you have to do something to counter them, to make them think twice. And right. Amir Khan did nothing. I mean, even with his speed, he didn't vary anything up. He didn't, you know, you know, you have to tame your speed. You have to learn how to control mm-hmm. it. And unharnessed speed, you'll run into anything. You, you don't, you know, he mm-hmm. doesn't have any brakes. He doesn't, and that's mm-hmm. the problem. If you running, with, if you have in a car with no brakes, doesn't matter how fast you're going. You, what's going to happen when you need to stop, or when that project right. comes right in your face, or when mm-hmm. you miss? I mean, we are starting mm-hmm. four punches. You're you're fighting experienced guys. You're not going to hit these guys with four punches. And if I don't care how fast you are, if you're throwing that fast, for the most part, you're not going to hit them with four with anything that counts. So mm-hmm. I mean, American is one thing to where speed turns to power, and, you know. But American, he only does that when he has a setup guy in front of him, a guy who's going to let him yeah. do that. And you talking, and they're yeah. saying American. The announcers were talking about American and adjustment, and I said uh, a, a, a juice and mint. <laughs> I mean, that's how American yeah. pronounces adjustment. He, he says, "What's a, a juice mm-hmm. and mint?" You know, because he doesn't, American, he, 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 the only way he, you know, adjusts is to keep doing what he does mm-hmm. maybe faster and more nervous. Mm-hmm. And when you're nervous, that's when you don't see things coming or you can't stop things from coming. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, Bob, uh, there's two two fights. Uh, uh, one, I'm, I'm sure that uh, you have uh, applied already for a, for a Caden. Uh, but the first one, now I call the guy Joaquin Buckley. And you guys call him something else, Buckley. But he said that this morning that he was going to come out and strike the kill. And from what I could see this afternoon, he sure as hell did that. Uh, well, if you're going with Joaquin, he's been walking all over that earth. Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> the, uh, okay, he came out tonight. Okay, we're talking uh, Jacqueline or Jacqueline or Joaquin. Uh, he, you know, always with the phenomenal uh, spinning back kicks. I mean, he, he, with very little fights, is nothing but a highlight reel. And then tonight mm-hmm. he came out again and demonstrated he wasn't just another, uh, uh, what's the guy's name, uh, karate boy or what, oh, you know who I'm talking about, that super good karate dude. Uh, but anyway, um uh, but any, so you know, he wasn't just that because he came in with his dominant wrestling. He came in with his takedowns. He came in with his judo trips. He came in, you know, with a bunch of other ground game and dominated that way. However, the guy he, he fought, uh, Hassan the Assassin. I don't know. I just made that up. Hassan something. I got to get my computer. Um, so he, uh, both guys would would fold me up in a, like a paper and put me in an envelope and mail me. Okay, these guys were beasts. Uh, so um, I, I, I'm not taking anything from the guy he beat, uh, Abdul Razak Al-Hassan. Okay, that guy was a monster. But Jacqueline Buckley uh, definitely demonstrated that he is an all-around fighter tonight. 
Mm-hmm. A, a funny thing Kaden? about Jacqueline Bus- Buckley, a funny thing about him is, I know if you're if you're active on social media and stuff like that, I know um, I know uh, my my brothers and and uh, them they they all know who this guy is, and like he runs a program called Detroit Herbal Survival Training, and uh, so some of you might know who I'm talking about, but he he goes these super mm-hmm. stupid survival techniques, and he is actually the head trainer for for Jacqueline Buckley tonight, and it seems like wow. it paid off. It seems like it worked. Mm-hmm. It worked in his favor. So can we see can we see more uh, UFC fighters going with the alternative tra- training style? I would I would hope so. Mm-hmm. I would I would hope that that's always fun to see that. It's always fun to see something different, you know, something not mm-hmm. ordi- you know someone something unordinary, stuff like that, you know. I love to see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, which reminds me, I, I just watched Bloodsport the other day, and uh, I want to bring someone bring back that monkey style, whatever that monkey style. That guy was jumping <laughs> around like that. Uh, I really liked that one. That was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now the other one that uh, was of note was uh, Alessandro. Uh, Al- I always get this uh, name on uh, Whitaker and. Uh, Adesanya uh, last week. Uh, what do you think of that, uh, Zeke? Well, I mean, it, it's sort of what I expected. Um, one thing is this. Adesanya, he, he's good enough to do what he did. And he didn't, to me, I mean, he didn't put himself out there as much. But Israel is a, I mean, it, it, Whitaker, he, 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 he tried, but I mean, it's. I just think Adesanya, he he he, you know, he's better. I, I thought that before the fight, and I just thought, you know, I, I thought it after. I thought yeah. Adesanya was going to stop him, but it looked like Adesanya. You know, what I mean, it just didn't seem that he put himself out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bob, what do you think? Uh, I love Z. Z is so factual. It, like, you just call it like you see it. Um, that's exactly how it was. Um, Adesanya's on, on top. And when you're on top, you don't have to prove anything. So he didn't. Um, he could have maybe. <clears throat> but, again, Whitt- uh, Whitaker came in and, and brought everything Whitaker had. But just like Z said, uh, Adesanya is just a better person. You, you know what I mean? I don't think I don't think Adesanya has any problems in that division for a while unless someone from another division comes in there. Mm-hmm. We see a lot of fighters going against going, we see a lot of fighters going against like Izzy and, and and Usman and and you see all these amazing fighters giving it their all, throwing everything they have at throwing mm-hmm. everything they have at them, but it seems like it's never enough. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. it's never enough to beat these guys. Um mm-hmm. And that's that, again. That's how it's going to be for a while, except mm-hmm. one man that except. I think what dethrone Usman. Kamzat. I was waiting for this. Ah, there he Kamzat. is. My God, he is my God. I love that. I love Kamzat. And if any there is the one man that's going to upset either division. Exactly. If there's one man that can be either Izzy or Usman, it is. It is Hamza Chemaev. I love that guy. <laughs> and I think he can uh, do it. It, it. 
It will happen. It will happen. I got another. I got another prediction to throw out there on the on the women's side. Uh, just after tonight, um, I, I uh, and I, you know, Bakley up some crow fans and 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 family. Uh, uh, if if tonight there was a fight between, let me switch over here to the prelims. Um, where was she? Uh, Stephanie Egger beat Jessica Rose Clark. Now, this Stephanie Egger isn't even listed on the top 15. I think Amanda Nunes goes back and takes her uh, title from Julia Pena and has no more difficulties until this Stephanie Egger raises the ranks. This will be the next problem, child. She uh, went through there tonight flawlessly, Ronda Rousey style, no strength or effort, and defeated Je- uh, Jessica Rose Clark, who was no slouch. So there's my there's my prediction for the future of the women's division, just like you threw out Kazmat, because Kazmat's going to do it. There's no question. Okay. I just don't think there's anybody that can beat him. Um, definitely coming up, coming up, but at this point, I don't, I don't, I don't see him beating, uh, uh, Kamar. Kamar, right now, I I think Kamar and Izzy are kind of rulers of the division. Uh, Kamar has more competition to me. He has more, he has more threats. Um, to where Izzy's kind of neutralized a bit of, you know, Kamar has too, but Izzy kind of neutralized the threats, and he—I don't think he has as much coming at him just yet. Um, mm-hmm. Has Hazmat? I don't know if he's big enough. For as simple as that. Um, Kamar, I mean, he's coming up, but Kamar—I I just think he, right now he's just—you know—these these guys they, they're rulers for a reason, and they fought all sorts of different styles. They fought wrestlers. They fought. You know, strikers, you know, mission artists, and they they beat them all. They beat them. They beat them all. So I, the only the only person that that Izzy lost to was he wanted to move up and, and test the division, and he lost a competitive fight. Okay, he was clearly mm-hmm. lost, but he was competitive. He just was you know that wasn't his division. Not that not, not at this time. But you know he came back down and he proved that he you know belongs on top. You know, mm-hmm. right, yeah, let me let me get back to you uh, on on this one. Uh, uh, Jaime uh, Mongoya tonight with Demetrius Bauer. What's your thoughts on that one? For me, who? No, no, it's Z. Oh, Jaime oh. Mongoya. Mangia um, versus uh, Ballard. Um, I don't know too much about Ballard, but uh, Mangia, he he's he's young. Mangia is young, and I think he's maybe twenty four now. But he's he's in he's kind of transforming his style from where he was a happy kind of you know happy to throw punches and sacrifice defense. You know he's a tall guy, but he was happy to throw hard looping punches. You know, and just leaving his his mm-hmm. frame out there, face and frame out there, uh, could take the shot, mm-hmm. but you know, you just don't want your guy doing that. Um, mm-hmm. He he's last time I seen Jaime, he was working behind a long jab, um, using it to place his uh, hard shots, still looping at times, but 
much more under control, um, picking your shots, and had a nice uh, shell defense, kept, kept, you know, keeping himself mm-hmm. a little thinner defensively with, with a shell. Um, mm-hmm. that, for me, that, that, I mean, that was the best I've seen Jaime. Uh, I would imagine that, you know, he's, he's up against a guy to where he's going to be able to, you know, look, you know, hopefully look good against. But um, mm-hmm. Jaime, he, he, he's young and he has a name. So, if you know, his success here is going to determine where he's going. Because he can't keep, you know, he's going to have to fight another guy with another name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let me, uh, Bob, let me ask you about the, uh... Dollar Tour 274 tonight. You got Gracie versus Shirley. Um, you know, Gracie's been that, that that's a name synonymous with uh, UFC for a thousand years. Uh, what's this new Gracie going to look like? Um, he's already done well. You know, he's won some, lost some uh, through the Grand Prix and stuff, back and forth. Bellator, like again, uh, I think one's coming out here soon to California. I want to look to going, but. Uh, um, they're, they're doing good. So Gracie's got a good shot. He's going to be the dominant fighter on the ground, of course, with the Gracie name. Um, but the, his opponent, both of them like to strike. So that it could, uh, you know, stay up there with the puncher's chance kind of stuff. Um, but uh, we'll see that. Bellator's got a lot of good stuff in the works for the next four or five uh, showings. Okay. Okay, uh, what do you think? I would – Good. I, you, you can go. You can go. No, oh, me personally, I mean, um, I, the Gracies, I would take the best young Gracie, I mean, maybe 19 or 20, and put him in a Muay Thai camp for about three, three, four years. That, simply, you're learning nothing but Muay Thai. And mm-hmm. right there, you might have the perfect UFC fighter, perfect mixed martial arts. Mm-hmm. Just because you know that once you get on the ground with these guys, that they, they, I mean, even wrestling, you, you're you're threatened. I mean, you might you probably mm-hmm. won't get away with it. Um, mm-hmm. But on the feet, man, oh man! I mean, it, it, I've seen the Gracies, you know, in fights where you know the only time they make it to the ground is when somebody's picking them up. I mean, the, the, mm-hmm. the striking is, is predicated to to get to the guy. To, to try to drag him down. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen Gracie mm-hmm. just lay on the ground. Listen, this is how we're going mm-hmm. to fight. Ding, ding. Put this, then they just lay down. Refusing to stay on their feet. <laughs> but, but you can't do that in MMA. You can do that in sports. You do like that. They walk out there and just sit right down. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, sport fighting is way tougher than self-defense. Exactly. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Kate, what do you think? They kind of said it all. Okay. <laughs> exactly what I was going to say. I got no words. <laughs> all right, uh, Z, last week we had uh, John Ryder come out of nowhere. It took 12 rounds, but he took Danny Jacobs down. What did you think of that? D- Danny Jacobs is at the end of his rope. I mean, he's he's had a good career, um, and he's performed well in his his, his big fight to me. Um, has hasn't won them all, but he's he's. I mean, to be honest, he's performed well. Um, 
with that said, he, he's at the end of his rope. He, uh, he lost the decision. Uh, he might have should have won. I don't know. But he he got a decision last time against Gabe Rosado that he probably shouldn't have gotten. And Gabe Rosado's a guy, first of all, who's naturally lighter than uh, uh, Danny Jacobs, smaller than Danny Jacobs, and who, who to me, he, he's has a lot more wear and tear than Danny Jacobs. I mean, Gabriel Rosado is a warrior, an extremely smart warrior, but the guy, I mean, he, he he's there to fight, and Gabe will get hit at times, I mean, a lot. Uh, you know, the bigger the competition, the more he'll get hit. But Gabe, you know, you don't, I mean, Gabe Rosado gets stopped on cuts. He gets stopped on cuts, and you're not going to stop him with punches. I mean, Gabe Rosado doesn't do that. Um, with that said, Gabe is, I mean, he, as I said, he has more boxing wear and tear than me than Danny does. Um, and, and I mean, Danny, to me, he's as good as he was. That's where it has to be, as good as he was. That's a great way to describe the Diaz brothers. You got to cut them. You can't beat them with punches. No, no. <laughs> Maybe kicks to the head. Maybe several, several kicks to the head. You know that'll do it. Yeah. And that won't even yeah. put them out. Out. That that'll you know have them buzzed and you know still asking the yeah. ref why he stopped the fight. So. <laughs> I know one of my favorite scrappers. Uh, is fighting upcoming. He's um. If I didn't hear you guys, I I, I didn't know if you guys heard that um. Dariush pulled out of his fight against uh, Makachev, and um, Bobby Green is is stepping in for Ooh. um for Dariush in that in that Makachev. Bobby fight. Green being and around for a while. Bobby mm. Green has been at MMA. He's been he's been at this sport for so long, and I think whoever wins yeah. this fight, easy what gets you the say. He's my shot. age, son. <laughs> I know. Bobby Green. Bobby Green is crazy. He's been at this for so long. He's an old man. I just, yeah. I kind of hate yeah. that they put him up See, against the old a, a, man. a, a kind of coming. an unwinnable fight for him. Makachev is, is on a roll. I love, I love Dude, Bobby Green. Yes. I, I love but. Bobby Green. But if he wins this fight, a big if he wins this fight, if Bobby Green wins this fight, he will, he will forever become my favorite fighter of all time. I just, he's, he's got, got a yeah, Hall of Fame so shot. He's got to retire. There's no, he's not going to have oh, yeah. a future, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But Matthew but, I mean, this, is, this is like this is like they put him in this fight. He took this fight on ten days' notice. Uh, it was like ten ten days fighting a dude like <laughs> what, like Islam Makachev, a dude who trains with the yeah. the dude who who's next up in the lightweight yeah. division. Uh, I I, I kind of hate that they gave him this fight. <laughs> But I love that they were thinking about him for the opportunity, you know? Right. I love that the UFC thinks that Bobby Green is someone that is a championship Bobby Green is, is a Cowboy Cerrone, is a, uh, you know, I mean, oh, yeah. all these, these, these are these are fighters' fight, favorite fighters, you, you know? He's never had a bad fight. He's never had a bad fight. Yeah. He's never had an unwatchable fight. Every single one of his fights, he makes it interesting. And he comes out on he top. He shows up. I have no clue how. Yeah. I remember when he fought um, Ally Quinta. He, he retired Ally Quinta. Hey, uh, Caden, it's coming back to you. Uh, Derek Brunson last week had a, uh, a loss to uh, John, uh, Jared, Jared Kennanier. Yeah. Yeah. What did you think of it? And um, mm-hmm. so that, that fight was to, 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 um, to see who's going to fight Izzy next. So 
now mm-hmm. that Jared Cannonier wins and, and beats and, and beat uh, Derek Brunson, um, now uh, Jared Cannonier is next. Jared Cannonier is next in mm-hmm. line, and that is going to be in a very interesting fight. Because Jared, Jared Cannonier is a very powerful, very strong middleweight, and I love his fighting style. His his fighting style mm-hmm. is straight up brute strength. Is is so fun to watch and so fun to watch every single time he steps into the cage. I do think he's going to give Izzy some problems. I do think he will. Mm-hmm. He I don't think he can. I, I don't think he's going to be the man to beat Izzy, but I think he's going to be the man to actually give Izzy some real problems. You know, I do think he is going to. I think I do think he's going to put up a good fight against Izzy. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you think, uh, Zeke? Um, I, I will have to say a little more, but I mean, I, I, listen. One thing about MMA, and well, specifically UFC, is guys don't keep undefeated records. You, you don't. You, I mean, in boxing, it's set up so you can. <laughs> I mean, to be honest. Um, one thing about the UFC monopoly is that you will have, you know, for the most part, the best, you know, these guys have to match up best for best mm-hmm. to, to a degree. Now, I mean, they, they're getting paid, you know, certain, you know, not not like that to do it, but I mean, that, that's that's where it is. So you, you can't mm-hmm. just say, like, like, and that's the thing. The middleweight champion is the middleweight champion. Now, I mean, now you have Bellator middleweight champion too. As I say, it's arguable, but at the same time, I mean, UFC right now is is the conglomerate, it is the big guy. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, you you know that the middleweight champion is the middleweight champion. You don't have four of them. So, you know, as far as that goes, you know, you 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 gonna fight, you know, the best. You're gonna fight the guy coming up. But that is he. I mean, is he, he even uh um Kamar? They they can lose to, to to guys who on paper they should wipe out, just like mm-hmm. Amanda Nunez. She, you know she should she should you know that was like a tune up fight supposedly for her. You know the way she yeah, mm-hmm. but you know so you, you don't take anything for granted, anything. Yeah. See, what do you think? Uh, uh, we got uh, Ryan Garcia. His next fight with George Gambosa, and it's coming up. What, what, what's your thoughts there? Um, not Gambosa's that uh, beat Terrafimo Lopez. No, That's it's not George him. Gambosa's. Huh. I'll go back and check that one. All right. Uh, meantime, we'll have yeah, that Arthur Bedevet and Joe Smith. June first. <laughs> that, that that's gonna be a. Uh, <laughs> that, so I mean, I, I, I that's why it's not going to decision. It's not going to decision. Um, here's what I will say. Boxing wise, better be a, to, to me is better. I mean, he, he's more. He just better technically fundamentally. He has you know big Olympic pedigree. He, he, you know, he's, he's come up through the sport. To where Joe Smith, he, he earned it the hard way. He, he literally earned it the hard way. Um, he, he had to prove it with his fist, and he, he did that. He got he got his Rocky moment, and he he's been you know that he's been 
a name ever since. And he's proven it against some pretty good fighters, to be honest. Uh, with that said, it, it, it's, it's, I don't think it's a good style matchup for Joe Smith. Just because one thing with Joe Smith, I mean, Joe Smith, if he hits better be up with, 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 I mean, which he, he might, but I mean, if he hits better be up with what he, what he wants to hit him with, I better be in trouble. Um, the thing is, if better be hits Joe Smith with what he wants to hit him with, Joe Smith's in trouble. And that's much more likely to happen. It's much more likely to happen. The more skilled guy, when, when, when power's kind of even, even, the chin to take abilities when that's even, then you have to go with the guy who has more skill. I mean, that like speed and power, you know. I mean, with speed, that's you know kind of evenish. But the guy who can get there better and maybe slightly avoid better, that's you got to go with that guy. You just have to go with mm-hmm. that guy. And now these two guys, they hit to the point to where, you know, they they take guys out. I mean, they have that take out power. There, there are like two of the hardest hitting light heavyweights out there, um, mm-hmm. and so I mean, and they're not guys who are going to slip shots, and they're, they're guys who they will get hit, they will get hit in the course of trying right. to hit you. Um, Joe Smith's just a little too basic; he, he's just a little too one-two, you know. He's just mm-hmm. you know a little too straight up. Well, better be if he he could throw the jab. He has more punch diversity. You know, he can fight mm-hmm. inside. So you know, they can both. You know, they they're not rangy guys. They're not extremely skin to skin guys either. But better be as a little better at every range. Okay. You just have to go with sometime early early twenty three for a Tyson Fury, Francois Ngannou uh, fight. If that were to happen. Uh, and Caden's explained to me the gloves they're going to use and everything else. Now, what's your thought on that one? What's your thought on that? Congratulations to Nagano uh, for taking the ass beating. <laughs> uh, it's a money fight, and go Nagano. You need to get paid. And <clears throat> a good job. But flat out. <clears throat> Us kickboxers, us MMA guys, can't do a swap mm-hmm. over. I'm throwing it out there to boxing on boxing rules. Can't win. We're not going to win. Not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Ain't going to do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so, and like I was thinking about this earlier when Z was on. Now Z's a technician. I'm gonna throw myself out here, and this is gonna upset a lot of people. But I need some backup. So, basic martial artist. I love them. That's where everything comes from. Okay. But you're mm-hmm. going to be beaten by a boxer, flat out. Mm-hmm. The difference is boxers get hit every day. You don't. Your practice, you, your chopping block and stuff is not even there. A boxer slipped the move. The only chance a kickboxer has against a boxer is taking out their legs. The wrestlers have mm-hmm. a chance of taking the strikers down. But if the strikers got good uh, 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 takedown defense, then it eliminates the entire ground game but a wrestler will get beat by a jiu-jitsu guy because they're too much too strong, and jiu-jitsu uses technique. But again, if the jiu-jitsu guy can't get you down, it eliminates that. So so it's all circular. You, you have to, and hence what created MMA, mixed martial arts. Mm-hmm. When, we, when it all started back in the day, everyone had a moniker. 
everyone was either kickboxing or boxing or or or, or, or jujitsu or 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 whatever. They had they had a certain style. You can't do that anymore. You just can't. You just mm-hmm. can't. And and no, if you study one specific style, no person is going to beat you at that specific style. You, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. but if you throw it all in there together, everyone's got a puncher's chance. So that's my two mm-hmm. cents on that. Okay. Sure. And I'm not gonna uh, play it, Katie. I'm not gonna come. Here you go first. Um, I, I'm gonna say this. I'm and then to piggyback off of Bob, who I agree with. Mixed martial arts is equivalent to rock paper scissors. There you go. I mean, with, with whatever you got, something else is, is you know something else could counter it, and something else could counter that. Um, if you don't at least have scissors and paper, <laughs> you're out the game. You're out the game. You need you need rock and scissors. You know, rock and paper. You need you need two of them at least, or else or else you're yeah. out the game. And, and if you don't have two of them, then the one thing you better have the best best best. You be the be ever. the best, the ever. Best, best, best ever. Yeah. Ever. You better Mayweather. Be Mayweather. You know. Yeah. Exactly. It has to be flawless because, I mean, you, that, the two guys you never beat are the guys who adapt to every darn thing, and the guys who don't need to adapt to nothing. Those are the guys oh, don't beat. You don't scary. beat Bill. You don't beat Bill Belichick, and you don't beat Vince Lombardi. I mean, yeah, it's as simple know. as that. It's as simple as that. If you can, so I mean, it, really, you need to have more than one thing. You need to, it, it, you know. They taught me in life, you know, in life. Listen, if you learn one skill, then you 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 halfway out the game. <laughs> halfway out the game, you need to learn <laughs> right, more than right, one thing. Right. You need to learn more than one thing. And once you go into mixed martial arts, you can go ahead and box. You can be good in boxing. You can be very proficient in boxing. And you can even rack up some wins. These guys can't take you down and all that. But all it takes, bending at the knees one time, changing the level. One time. One guy swinging at my head. Next thing you know, you're waking up, you know, still tasting the knee in your mouth. So, I mean, you know, these things, you know, you need to know what you're dealing with. You need to know everything that can come at you. You need to know all potentials that can hurt you in every instance. If you're in a certain position, you need to, like, even in boxing, I mean, you like, guys, you know, you don't need to see what's coming. You could feel what's coming. You could see a guy's hips kind of twist and say, uh-oh, it's a right hook coming to my head. You know, you could see a guy's upper body kind of move a certain way. I, I may eat an uppercut. So you have to know. You know, maybe it's at times it takes experience, but, you know, some guys have instinct. But you have to have to have to have more than one thing. You have to have more than one thing because more than one thing you're gonna to have to deal with. Hey Z, I got one for you. Uh, be, uh, as because uh, I will bow any day to you as boxing. I come from the kickboxing background, and and until recently, uh, the and that's the thing. I teach at a, a Brazilian 
uh, uh, jujitsu gym, so I do the boxing slash kickboxing. But anyway, I'm one of the guys. But uh, they switched me from boxing to kickboxing, which is more my element, from Tuesday, Thursday to Monday, Wednesday. But anyway, as, as I'm telling my guys from a kickboxer, I tell them to stare at my necklace. Because at my necklace, you can see my, my chest twitch. You can see, you can see, you know, if I'm going to punch, you can still see my feet with your peripheral, you know, uh, versus back in football, you know, they teach you, you know, stare at the waist, you know, where you follow the waist, you can tackle them. And I try to get everyone to stare, you know, don't look at people's eyes, don't look at their head, don't look at their hands, don't look at the mitts, stare right center mass. And, and that's kind of, I don't know how that equates to boxing, but that's kind of how I show my guys to, 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 to be aware of everything that's happening. But, and and, and um, I, I've taught, you know, and, and basically a Muay Thai gym for two years. <laughs> also, I taught hands. Uh-huh. Uh, so um, as far as that goes, I, I, I agree. You have to look at more or less the middle of a guy, maybe the upper middle. Yeah. Because, you know, upper middle, because you could, your peripheral could kind of see where the feet are coming towards you to a degree. Um, the hands, you know, you, you want that little up, you know, maybe, as you say, toward the neck and the maybe the uh, sternum area, you know, around, yeah. around that area, you know, just to okay. focus. Okay. But really, to be, yeah, but to be honest, I mean, you, your, your eyes may be there, but they're not there. They're not focused there. They're focused right. on the whole body. So whatever move, the whole, you still the big see. picture, just like in, in driver's ed when you're a little kid, the exactly. whole picture. You know exactly. what I mean? you got the rear view mirrors, the side mirrors, the big mirror, exactly. the big window, the whole picture. Exactly. Now, now with boxing, I'm different with boxing. When it comes to boxing, I, I, I'm telling the guy, quick, look at what's going to hurt you. Because now you have, you have a lot of boxing coaches, um, and, and I can't disagree with them. But they'll say, look at the like the pecs or the shoulders and this and and maybe you know look at the chest muscle. You know, I right. I mean you can look at that, but that could be feigning and flex. Um, yes. Look at what's gonna hurt you. Look at what's gonna hurt you. If you're looking at the fist, you know to be honest, and the, the fists are coming at you. You have up until the time it, until it, it actually strikes you to move. The chest muscles and the shoulders don't give you that. They don't give you now. You can fake a fist, but you can only fake a fist so far. Once you punch, you can once you commit to a punch, that the punch is gone. So and now you know you can't bring a committed punch back. You can't. <laughs> don't overextend. Well, even overextending, if you miss, it's a potential that you'll be counted. You know, that, that's but isn't it side. always about the next punch? Right, no one punch is going to end the fight. Don't don't go out there and think you're going to no. throw the haymaker like a bar guy. You know, it's all no, about setting no. up the next one. No, that's what speed means. Speed equals power. That and, that and that's in every every striking speed equals power. You can fake things and speed equal power. You don't. You not rarely are you just going to go up to a guy and ah 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 and get him out of there. Especially once you move up yeah. to your level. I mean, not nah, now. You have to throw a little more game. In. You have to, you know, to, to hit a guy at a certain level, you have to have so much deception. You have to incorporate. You have to take three steps ahead. If, if you think, you know, you take it two steps, then you're going to move too slow. You have to think three steps ahead. The first step is maybe, you know, how am I going to get the shot in? 
Maybe I could, you know, fake, you know, down low and strike up top. You know, maybe I could throw two up top and hit down low. Second thing is, well, if I do that, what's going to, what am I open for? What's going to come back at me? The third thing is, what am I going to do after that? You <laughs> see, you always have to think before you do anything. That's what a smart fighter does. The smart fighter could think, you know, kind of quick with it, you know, in, under mostly every circumstance. How, and, and even and more importantly, how am I going to react when a guy comes at me? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely right. Uh, I want everyone to know that I'm panicking right now with some first world problems. The ESPN Plus is frozen, and I can't find my controller. So this is the troubles I'm having in my life. All right. That's, that's hard. Something happened problem. in my controller. I know. Total first. Oh, it was on the oven mitt. Got it. Thank you. All right. Thank you, every fan, everybody. Hey, Z, what do you think about uh, Derek Chisora's, uh, uh upcoming fight with uh, Ortiz? Oh, with, 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 with uh, 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 Louis Ortiz? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's, oh, my God. They're fighting. Um, let me tell you something. Uh, if Louis, I mean, both guys are, are, are coming to the end. They're coming to the end, and it's a good fight. But as long as it's going to last, it's a good fight. I anticipate that Ortiz is still sharp enough because I know he hits, he hits hard enough. Um, he hits hard enough. Um, um, Charles Martin, he, he proved that against Charles Martin. He hits hard enough. Um, problem is that, I mean, he, 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 I mean, it took him a minute to get warmed up. I, I can't say earlier in his career. He didn't have an early. Um, earlier in his professional career, it took him a little while to get warmed up. Chisora um, is a guy who's gonna who, who, who's gonna kind of come at you hard all fight long. Um, early, Ortiz is gonna have problems if Chisora doesn't finish him off, which I would not be surprised if it happened early. The later it gets, the, I mean, for as long as it lasts, the more danger Chisora is uh, in, um, and. Danger meaning that he he's gonna get knocked out, clean out. If it if it goes mm-hmm. past three, Chisora, I I predict strongly, extremely strongly that Chisora gets knocked out in a horrible, horrible fashion. Because some guys, old or not, you can't just swing wild on, just try to bully and swing and put your face out there again. Especially mm-hmm. because I mean Ortiz, he he will get the timing that shot. That one shot mm-hmm. on, and, and, and I mean, so nah, nah. He, I, I mean, it's going to be a good fight because, but Chisora is going to make Ortiz do it to him. That's my prediction. He's going to make him do it to him. You know, some guys, you know, they, you, you know, you have no choice but to do it to him, and that's what's going to happen. Okay. Guys, we're just about up uh, on our uh, time here. Uh, I want to thank everybody for uh, being on, and uh, what a great show. You guys do a great job every single week, and I really appreciate it. Uh, 
Gaten, you want to lead us out? Yeah, I think everybody did a great job tonight. Um, I know we didn't have I know we didn't have everybody on tonight, but I think it was still another great show. I think everybody did a great job. Um, I'm happy to be on. I'll be on next week. Bye, y'all. Oh man, another wonderful show, and I'm really digging. I'm really digging Caden. I'm really digging Caden on here. And Bob, I, I'm happy to when I can co-pilot slightly or MMA. Thank you for letting me in your lane. Another wonderful show. I want to thank all my Fighting Words family. Butch, uh, these shows are definitely a memory of Bob, Coach Mellon, Doctor Chris. If anyone wants to hear any Fighting Words, please do call. Thank you. Always a pleasure, guys. Fighting Word family, uh, love and respect. Uh, Z, always a pleasure. Um, um, Caden, so fun. Have I, I got to get out to the East Coast and hang with you guys. Got to go to a fight at some point. I will move that way at some point. Okay. So, and then, and then, uh, missing Ty and or and Tony. Um, but you know, great show. Love talking about. Uh, the, the, the real side of, of MMA, the real side of boxing, and not just the, the, the sport aspect of it, you know, the real stuff. I mean, our listeners get great insight from like where to put your feet, how to move them. It's almost like a lesson. And Frank, thanks for leading the team. Uh, God bless to our fam- friends and family. Have a great week. Okay, thank you. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this program will be brought to you each and every night of the week.